Hey, welcome to the podcast. And in this episode of the podcast, we'll be talking about Airbnb as an investment strategy. We'll talk through the pros and cons of doing Airbnb. We'll talk through some of the different ways that it's an investment strategy from the perspective of cash flow, equity, long-term price growth. We'll talk about the importance of knowing your local market when becoming a Airbnb host. We'll talk about different ways that you can become a super host and how the, how some of those best practices can get you there. And we'll talk about some different ways you can go about enjoying Airbnb and then kind of just recap it again with those pros and cons. So looking at Airbnb as an investment strategy, um, kind of important to compare it to certain things so you can get some perspective of it. Um, and a couple of different investment strategies that are out there outside of Airbnb is keeping a lot of cash in the bank, investing in mutual funds, um, investing in stocks, investing in ETFs, a 401k, owning and operating your own small business, medium business, or large business. Um, all of these are different ways that you can invest your money. So when we look at Airbnb as an investment strategy, one of the first things that comes to mind um, for me is using Airbnb for cash flow. So traditionally, let's say you want to get into rentals and you purchase a house for $300,000 and you have a monthly payment of $2,500 a month and you get somebody to rent that house for $3,000 a month. You're now making $500 profit every single month. With Airbnb, you have the chance and the opportunity to scale income and to make larger sums of money each week, each month versus standard 12-month rentals. So if we look at a similar example of somebody who buys a house for $300,000, they have a monthly mortgage payment of $2,500 a month, but they list it on Airbnb and other rental platforms such as Vbro and some of the other ones that are out there to make more money than they would if they were just doing a standard 12-month lease, a long-term lease. So in that example there, they might make five, six, seven thousand dollars a month. So when you look at Airbnb, you have the opportunity to have much stronger cash flow than you would if you were just doing a standard long-term rental, especially when you have certain events coming to down. So um, right here, I'm in Jacksonville, Florida, and I've had some Airbnbs down here in the past. So anytime the Jacksonville Jaguars have a game, there's a big concert going on, or they have large golf events that are going on. During those types of weekends or weeks, in Airbnb, you can increase your monthly cost. You can increase your nightly cost by 5, 10, 15, 20% so that you can scale your money up. And this is one of the reasons why when I look at Airbnb, I like it from a cash flow perspective because you'll make more money on it than you would if you're just doing a standard long-term rental. Now, there's some cons to it as well too, and we'll get into those a little bit later on in the podcast here. But from an investment standpoint, that's one of the things that I like about it is the cash flow. The other thing that's very nice about Airbnb is equity. Because you're purchasing a property and you're gonna be paying a mortgage payment, you're continuously building equity, meaning all those payments you make each month to your mortgage that goes to you. That goes to your equity. You're paying yourself versus what would be going on if you were paying a landlord and you were just renting a house. You'd be paying the landlord. So the other nice thing about Airbnb is you create equity. 
which is really good from a, a short or long-term perspective. Definitely better from a long-term perspective, but either or, the fact that you're creating equity every single month is a good thing. So we've got stronger cash flow as compared to regular rentals if we're doing Airbnb. We're building equity. And then in addition to that, the third thing I've got noticed is long-term price growth. When you take a look at the historical trends of the real estate market over the last 100 years, what do you usually see? You see that prices over time rise, generally because they're not making any more land and population growth continues to expand. So prices of real estate continue to grow. Um, so when you get yourself an Airbnb, not only do you have cash flow and you're creating equity, but long term, the price of that house will continue to rise, which is another good thing that goes in your favor from an investment perspective there. Now, when we then take a look at what I've got marked down next right here, and that's the importance of knowing your local market. Because what you might think is, what I just said is really good. You get involved with Airbnb, you make more money than you would on a rental, and you have the opportunity to make some pretty good cash flow if you're doing it the right way. But where do you get the Airbnb? And that's the importance of knowing your local market. So there might be one side of town that rents really well on Airbnb, might be close towards a shopping center, closer towards the beaches, the water, close towards a stadium, whatever it might be. If you know that that specific side of town, that area of the city does really well with Airbnb, you'd, you'd want to make sure that when you're getting ready to purchase a property, ideally you try to get it in an area like that because it's going to be easier to do Airbnb and generate strong cash flow when you go more towards the hot spots, the, the better sides of town. Um, there's a lot of great ways to view this information too. Um, one of the places I love to refer people to is airdna.co. When you go to airdna.co, you can go into your local zip codes, all your different areas of town, and you can see in what areas do the best for Airbnb. You'll look at occupancy rates, what percentage of the time is that is that specific area occupied? Is it at 50%, which might not be all that great? Or is that side of town at an 80% occupancy rate, which would be really, really good? Um, also, through AirDNA.co, you can take a look and see specific to that area, that side of town, how much are they earning on average every single night? So when you're getting ready to make your decision and you're getting ready to do Airbnb, not only can you use certain tools to check out occupancy rates, but you can also see how much is the average Airbnb host making per night in that area. So now as you get ready to get involved in Airbnb, you're making an educated decision. You're not just kind of hoping that it's going to work out and you pick a house or a townhome here or there. No, you can really actually go in and identify what the statistics look like prior to getting involved with Airbnb so you're making a really informed decision there. Um, another thing that I like to do is I'm getting ready to get an Airbnb down in Port St. Lucie right now, um, right on the PGA next to the New York Mets spring training camp. And I know the neighborhood that I'm going to go into because I've done Airbnb there before. I like to go in and take a look at certain super hosts that are already on there. And I just go, I just go right into Airbnb. I look at who the best hosts are that are in that neighborhood. I check their current month, the next month and the following month to see how booked up they are. So I can get an accurate percentage of how booked up they are. 
I check their prices, and then I know as long as I come in and provide the same service or better that that super host is doing, I'll be able to make X amount of dollars each month. So that really ensures that I know exactly what I'm going to do when I get involved with Airbnb. So I would definitely encourage people to know your local market, use tools like AirDNA.co, use just Airbnb itself to figure out what's going on in those local zip codes, figure out what super hosts, what other hosts are actually out there doing. So before you get involved with Airbnb, you can make sure that it makes financial sense for you. The next thing that I got noted down is becoming a super host in Airbnb. How do you do that? How do you go about it? Well, one of the ways that you want to go about it is by providing exceptional customer service. You're basically running your own hotel. And if you think about it from that perspective there, you want to get checked in. You want to have easy access to your room. You want everything to be clean. And when you check out, you want to know that you're leaving and that you're going to be in good hands. So when somebody books your stay, immediately reach out to them with a hi, hello, how are you? Thanks for booking. They'll respond back and then let them know, hey, I see you booked out three weeks from now, two days before you go to check-in. Just know I'm going to connect with you. I'm going to reach out to you. I'm going to give you the code for the front door. Um, I'm going to give you the Wi-Fi password as well. And there'll be a couple of bottles of water sitting on the front table for you and the family to have as well too when you get in. And if you've got any questions at all, just reach out to me. This, this initial contact is really important towards getting yourself in the super host direction. And then when they actually get into the house, when they get into the apartment, when they get into the townhome, making sure that it is very clean. And you don't have to do this yourself. You can if you want to. You can have family members do it. You can hire a cleaning service. That's what I always do. But making sure that your cleaning service gets in there and they have the place looking like it's in a hotel condition so that the person had good communication upon showing up. They got into the place and it was really clean, just like a hotel. And then if they have any questions or comments, being very fast to respond to them and then ultimately checking them out. When you check them out, you can ask them, you know, to take the garbage out and throw it to the throw it on the dumpster that's right down the street. You can tell them, hey, don't worry about anything. You don't have to clean anything if you don't want to. My cleaning service will be over at 12 o'clock noon, an hour after you check out to get everything cleaned up and strained away, but making sure that you get them checked out appropriately. And then last but not least, asking them to leave you a five-star review. They had a good stay. They enjoyed their time connecting with them, asking them to leave them a five-star review and letting them know that you'll do the same thing as well for them. If you do this every single time with every guest, you'll become an Airbnb super host really quickly. And the importance of that is rising in the algorithm. Super, super hosts appear first when people search for properties that they want to stay in. That's why it's so important to become super host. So when we're looking at Airbnb as an investment tool. We really like the cash flow. We like the idea of getting equity and knowing that over time prices tend to rise. So that's why it's nice to be involved with real estate. We understand the importance of knowing our local market so we can figure out where to get to Airbnb. And then in addition to that, we apply stuff like we just reviewed for doing the best things to become a Airbnb super host. So ideally you rise in the algorithm, you get more bookings and you continue to increase your cash flow. Um, the last thing I'd 
two, the two last things I noted down was um, having enjoyment. Like you, you can you can look at this just like a job, but you want to find ways to enjoy it. You want to enjoy the the styling of the house, the, the putting together of the furniture, the wall decor, the art of working with your cleaning service, working with the people that are checking themselves in to stay there. Finding ways to enjoy it can be really important so that you're not just treating it like a job and it's just not mundane or boring and something that you don't want to do. You want to find ways to actually enjoy it. I've always tried to enjoy the the actual setting up and styling of the Airbnb and then enjoying the customer service side of it, checking guests in, checking them out, and then obviously enjoying the making money part as well too. Um, what I got next is pros and cons. So I'll start with the pros. Um, good cash flow, good equity, prices grow long term. And if you do it on the right side of town, you're going to make a good amount of money doing it. Um, some of the cons, um, some of the cons is it's work. It's a lot of work. It's not like, you know, you just pop up an Airbnb and it's super easy and it's super simple. It's, it's a job. It takes time and it's not difficult. It's not hard, but the important thing to remember is it, it takes time. And that's kind of the cons is that you're going to have people reaching out to you. You're going to have guests checking in and they're going to need help. Sometimes there's going to be leaks. Sometimes the toilet might stop working. Sometimes they're going to struggle to use the code to get in or the batteries are going to die in the keypad and they're going to need a backup key. Things go wrong when you're doing an Airbnb. So if you come into it with that perspective and that mindset there, you're not going to be thrown off when um, circumstances change and things aren't going all that good. So that's some of the cons is that yes, it is a, it is like running a, a hotel business. You're going to be working. It's not just, um, flowing income that you don't have to do anything for. It's, it's residual income, but you're working for it. So that would be some of the cons right there. And I could go on with more and more examples of different pros, different cons, but, um, I'm going to start to wrap this podcast up here. But as it, Using Airbnb as an investment strategy, it's something that I really like a lot. Um, I think if you're going to do it, you want to start simple, start with one, start with a condo, start with a townhome or a smaller house. And if it's going really well for you, if you like it a lot, get a second one or get a more expensive one that you can scale the income of even higher. But um, I definitely think it's worth doing your research considering it as a possible tool within your investment strategy, and then ultimately trying to make sure you have fun while doing this. Um, I've got a few more videos and podcasts coming um, out about Airbnb soon. I'm in the process of getting a new one down in um, South Florida, so really looking forward to that there. But I appreciate you coming onto the podcast and taking a listen. Thank you very much.